Hey, 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 welcome back to our second episode of Is This Making Sense? Dialogues on the pursuit of balance, wisdom, leadership, and everything in between. My name is Eric Johnson. I'm here with Seth Gray, and today we will talk about goals. We're going to talk about goals for the new year. Um, What do you want your theme to be? What do we want our goals to be for 2020? Um, But before we talk about 2020, I want to take a look back um, and talk about what your goal was for 2019. I honestly admit I didn't have any goals for 2019. I didn't have a theme. I didn't have anything to really shoot for, but you did. And uh, walk us through what your 2019 looked like. So, yeah, I mean, it's a very common thing to do, uh, a New Year's resolution uh, to resolve to something. And so um, I, I, I kind of changed that language last year and just called it my theme. And so how it started was kind of like in the second half of 2018, uh, some new doors opened for me and um, I could immediately start feeling something creeping in. Um, I had become slightly aware of my increasing influence. And so like any normal selfish human, I started feeling self-seeking urges. And I was like, what is this? So it was new to me to have any sort of maybe if you want to call it authority or influence. And so it was with that new kind of power, I guess you want to call it. I I felt something wanting to potentially manipulate. I was like, what is this? I had never felt it before. And so I was like, I need to, I need to keep track of that. Uh, And, um, so I, I really wanted to check these thoughts at the door. So I wanted to make sure that all my thoughts, my motives, and my actions were pure, that I wasn't demanding my own way in any, in any way. Did you, did you mess up? Did someone point something out to you? Or it was just something that you personally started to feel convicted about? I generally have been blessed to have a gift of discernment. And so I'm usually, I have a gut check. I can feel it and I could just see it being something that if I wasn't careful, because I've seen other people do things and lead meetings or lead people or whatever it was, manipulate their power in ways that I I just didn't like and didn't like the way it felt. And I've always said I I wasn't going to do that. And so when that urge snuck in, I was like, oh, I think this is that thing. You were real honest with yourself. Yeah. You were self-aware. Yeah, just taking taking inventory. And so um, so I decided for 2019, my goal was going to be pure, pure everything. And, and, and in other things too, like just as a man, purity of mind and thought and vision is a constant battle. And so that was one of the things I wanted to get better at in 2019 as well. And so uh, at the end of the year, and I wish I had better motives for this or better, I wish I had a better story for it. But so I ended up making these plaques for my wall. It's, it's three, three white plaques with black text. And it's very simple. It just says pure thoughts, pure motives, pure actions. And so it's on my wall every day where I can be reminded about it, which I think has been critical for me this year just to, to look up and see that. But I wish that was just like this really great idea I had, but more so it was Sandy was making canvases uh, of our family portraits and we we, we need that we need to have x amount more dollars more to get free shipping she's like well do you have any other ideas i was like oh what if i made some canvases for my words like oh yeah let's do that so it didn't come out of like this really bold idea or it was just came out of like how do i get free shipping <laughs> i love that so you have these canvases above your computer right above you right, right. So, so as you sit down every day walk in sit down start work or in the middle of the day you just glance up they're right there they're always staring at me and it says what do they say again pure thoughts, pure motives, pure actions. And, and so we're in December now and I've been trying to look at how well I've done this year and and realize that in in a lot of ways, only I can judge on this theme, how well I did, because nobody really knows what my motives were, uh, or what my actions were. But I really do feel like this year has been a good year in, in keeping myself pure and, and not seeking my own selfish desires. But I think having these three words, this theme, 
um, has been critical to keeping me on track. So when, when I think of goals and uh, themes for the year, I think of all the times in which I've set out to want to do something and we use the new year as the way in which we're going to, you know, make the turn this page and we're going to start this new endeavor. But I also think about all the times that I've, I've failed at, at holding mm -hmm. up, you know, what I was wanting to do. Mm -hmm. So how, let, let's talk about failing with your goals or failing with n not being perfect at it. Uh, did you feel on that this last year that you missed the mark a few times? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, I don't think perfection, me as a perfectionist, uh, if I haven't mentioned on here on the Enneagram, I'm, I'm a perfectionist. And so perfection is something I struggle with, but I, perfection can't be the goal because we're human. And so giving yourself grace, like you, you have to have grace with yourself when you fail. And I think at one point, I hope that we do a podcast all about failure. So I don't want to, I don't want to get too far off of a tangent right now, but failing is, is critical for growth. And so um, the, you, but you can't fail if you didn't have a goal to start with. So I think it's, I think uh, having a goal allows you to fail so that you can then grow. So I think failure should be something that you should expect and it should be something that you should welcome and grow from. Yes. What I think about and what I'm telling myself now that you've really challenged me to come up with a theme, to come up with a goal for the year. And the first thing that I've, I've had to establish is that I will fail at my goal this year but that's okay. I'm not chasing perfection. I'm chasing consistency. And that's always been something that is just, I've got this big goal and then I have a big drop off. And because I've had that drop off, I've not known how to pick it back up. And I just, I just think, you know what I, I've been telling myself as we've had this conversation, um, is that don't chase perfection. Because if your goal, say, it's to work out, you're not going, you, you, at some point you're going to fail and you cannot be perfect at it. Whether you get hurt or something's going to come in the way. But the idea is, is that you are putting something in front of you to, to constantly remind you of where you want to be, not where you are. Yeah. And I think too, when you set a goal, when people set these almost kind of cliche deal, goals or resolutions, I'm going to work out more in 2020 or I'm going to this. It needs to be more than that. So if you're, if you're wanting to work out more, what is the real goal? You want to be in shape. You want to be healthy. Okay, let's set some measures and some goals for this. So at, at, in March, how many pounds would I have liked to have lost? Or by March, would I have liked to have found a new dietitian or a, a trainer? Like set some real like tangible goals through March and then June. And so you have these quarterly goals that you can check back in on. So if you really, really want to make some change, you need to set better goals and just, I'm going to work out more. So for, for me, and as uh, you, I said, you've really challenged me, I, I really thought, and this is what I am and telling anybody that's going to want to set a goal, even as I pursue this, this, I'm just letting you know what my thought process was. And that was to talk to people close that are close to me. That means talking to Hannah and saying, okay, what is a, what is a, maybe a blind spot or an area in which mm -hmm. I think I need to improve? It wasn't just an emotional reaction because I read something, because I listened to something or watched something. Oh, I saw someone else do this. Now I want to pursue that. Mm -hmm. It was, it, it, it was a lot of reflection. Yeah. I, I am an individual by nature. I don't want to do what other people are doing, but it doesn't mean what other people doing is, ba is bad or is wrong or is something I shouldn't do. And so I just think like you're saying, it should come from you. It should come from some introspection and some self-reflection and, and, and as well as inviting other people into it to say, Hey, 
what have you seen from me this year that you think I can improve on? And taking all that in and, and, and finding some time to think about it to make a real, a real goal that's for you. And if it, if it ends up being the same goal as everybody else, that's fine. But it came from a place of searching and reflection. And being self-aware. Yeah. That, that reflection is, let me get real. Because that's what, that's what you did last year is that you had a gut check. You were self-aware that you were, you were honest with yourself. And if we see someone else and we're inspired by them, but we we haven't done this evaluation, uh, then it's n- I think we'll fail more often pursuing someone else's idea rather than what's coming from our gut. Yeah, because if you're going after something that you may not actually want, then you're not going to get it because every goal takes work. And if you don't want it, you're not going to do the work. So you need to find out what is the thing that you do want for yourself in, whether it's this year or this month, whatever it might be. So give yourself some time. And this is what you, you said to me the other day is that give yourself till the 31st to figure it out of January. Yeah. It doesn't have to be new year's day. If you haven't started yet, it's, it, it's going to take some while. So if we're going to look at some calls to action for this, I would say, yeah, give yourself some time and then find some silence. You're not going to, there's you're not going to get a good self-aware reflection with a really busy schedule and a busy day and everything filled with screens and, or everything else or people get yourself some silence. And then, like you said, um, when you do decide on something, get some accountability, invite some other people into it. Not only do you invite them into making that decision, but then helping you keep accountable to that, to making that decision. So a monthly check-in, like, how are you doing with your, th- with your weight loss? How are you doing with whatever, with your pure thing, your purity? I mean, h- how is that going? You need somebody checking, checking in and shining a light on your process. I think that's very key because I was reflecting on it and I was thinking, why have I failed at goals before? And I think it's because I've shared themes and goals and desires with people that really didn't get it. So therefore the accountability that I thought I was going to get from them, it wasn't, um, a genuine accountability. It was, it was kind of like, Oh, I I knew it was going to happen. I knew you weren't going to stick with that goal. A friend of mine yesterday was telling me that when, when you invite criticism or accountability, you're basically telling that person that you trust them. And so you can't get it from people that you don't trust. And so when you're deciding on somebody that's going to help you and keep, keep you accountable, it's somebody that you trust to speak honestly, not just positively, but, and not just negatively, but just honestly, how are you doing? I see you doing this. Like right now is like, if it's a health goal, we keep going back to health, but if it's a health goal, Hey, like I'm, I'm seeing you eat this sort of thing right now. Is this your splurge for the week or whatever? It's like, you need somebody that can be honest with you that, but, but it should be come out of, it should come out of a place of them wanting to see you grow and wanting to see you win, not to bring you down. So as you look back at last year, you said accountability, um, you didn't say this, but you, you described what you had and you had a visual reminder. Mm-hmm. So talk, talk about like the importance of a visual reminder. Was that the only place that you had this reminder? Obviously your wife knew what your goals were, pure motives, pure thoughts, pure actions. Mm-hmm. Um, so just talk about the, 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 assistance that having a visual reminder gives you? I think having a visual reminder was, was great for the year. I, I really only had the one that's on my wall at, at work. And then I do have within my creed, 
um, have it written down there about, about purity. Um, so those are the two places that I have it written, but in terms of accountability and just having other reminders, I shared it not only with my wife, well, my wife, Sandy, but also with my community group this year. Uh, I have five guys that I do, I do to be use a cliche term. I do life with, uh, we have, there's five couples in our kind of community group. And so that our five guys have a Marco Polo group. And so I've kept them up to date. And when I feel like I'm struggling in this area, I have them to pray for me. I just, just constant awareness. Like anything that you keep in the dark is going to fester, but anything you shine light on is going to grow. And so I'm just constantly trying to invite people to shine light on it. So, so with 2020 coming up or right now, what is your goal slash theme of the year? Yeah. So I'm excited. And how did you arrive at it? I'm, ex- I'm excited about, about, about this year. Um, I've done a lot of growing this year. I've learned a lot of things. I've, I've kind of honed off some rough edges of myself and, um, coming into 2020, I, I've kind of concreted this goal, uh, a couple of weeks ago, realizing the thing that I'm struggling with most this year as everything in my life really is great is that I am struggling to be content. I'm really struggling to be content. I'm actually, I've been wondering lately why God has made this system in such a way that really it does seem hard to be content. You know, it doesn't matter how much money you have, how much influence, how much, whatever you want to call it, you can still find some way to not be satisfied. And so I would love to, to be satisfied and to be content in 2020. And so uh, I, I want to do, I want to do some research on what it looks like. I want to learn from experts. I want to read books, whatever my podcast, I want to start seeing what, what, what it is about humans that lead us to not be happy with our, with ourselves, our surroundings, and always be thinking that that next thing is going to do it. So I'm, I'm excited about that this year. So will you create individual reminders Have you, you already talked to your, your accountability group about it. You've talked to Sandy about it. I haven't, I actually haven't talked about it much yet. I don't I'm not sure I've talked about it with Sandy yet. I'm not sure. Um, but it's early. Uh, so I, that, that will be a goal of mine and, and you as well. I'm excited about doing that with you. And so, um, for the, for the art, for the reminder, I'm not sure or the visual reminder. I'm not sure what I'm going to do. I have those, that place in my wall right now, uh, that I've got a spot. So I just got to figure out what I want to say. Cause I'm not sure I'm going to break it down into three parts like I did last year with purity. Um, so we'll see, but I'm going to do something. That's great. So for my two thing, my, my, my thing, then this is going to be the first year where I really have someone strong to keep me accountable. Uh, I've done a lot of what I think would be good self uh, reflection and being aware of blind spots and really thinking about it and not being held to the moment of, of just the idea of putting together a goal. Uh, but mine's, mine's two things. One, uh, is healthy. Uh, and this is what I mean by healthy. I want to be healthy physically, mentally, and spiritually. Um, and here, here's here's why why uh, case in point where I need to get healthy. I need to get better sleeping habits. Um, I I just do not have a good um, a good routine. Now my my nature, I'm a night owl. Uh, my mom's a night owl. I get that from her. I've got two of my kids that are definitely night owls. Two two of my kids that are not, and then a six month old. So I don't know what he's going to be. Um, so right now I just need better sleeping habits because, uh, it's just all over the board and I can't let this idea of being a night owl, uh, be my scapegoat. Yeah. The second thing I think is, is healthy friendships, you know, uh, making sure that I'm, I'm putting myself around people that are going to speak into my life and I'm going to speak into their life. Um, you know, when I got busy with five kids and, uh, and Hannah, you know, I just can be so focused on just them, which is great. And I don't want to stop that all, but at the same time, I need to be aware of others I can pour into Mm -hmm. and put myself out there. 
That's great. Uh, the next thing is, 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 is from a food con- standpoint is, is what am I consuming? What am I uh, eating and, and thinking more about it? We, th- we think about it with our kids a lot, what they're putting into their mouths. So we, we, I don't say regulate it, but we, we just give them guidelines to mm-hmm. help them because man, if we, if they're starting to put stuff in their, their bodies, it affects their behavior right away. So I'm thinking, okay, it doesn't just apply to them. It applies to me. And then from a consumption standpoint is what am I watching and what am I listening to? You know, what am I streaming at, at night that it's just, okay, this is an interesting documentary or this is an interesting movie, but is it is it lifting me up? Is it a healthy thing in which I'm putting in my body? Uh, there are a lot of podcasts that I really like and listen to, but quite frankly, they might not be the healthiest at that time. So mm-hmm. I just need to be guarded with what I'm consuming. So these are great. How would you say, same question you've asked me, how would you say you've, you've landed on this? Um, well, I don't really get sick. So, uh, <laughs> so I, I haven't gotten sick and I just have, I've started to look around me and I see a lot of other people getting sick and they're a little bit older or, and they're like, I've got a doctor's appointment. I've got to go here. You know, I got to go check up with my doctor. And I'm thinking to myself, why, why am I not going to the doctor? And I'm thinking, well, why don't I be proactive about that? Why don't I be proactive about, you know, seeing a doctor on a regular basis? And it, it, I just feel like I'll be more mature if I go and see my doctor. I don't even know who my doctor is. I've got like some general group and I'm thinking, you know what? I'm getting close to 40 in three years. Uh, I'll be 40. I should probably get to know a doctor, someone I can have a, like a, a close relationship that's going to be all about, you know, the health of my body and the longevity of, of what I want. Um, and I just was really noticed it with sleeping habits. I want to come in better for work. You know, I can wing it with a lot of coffee, but that's not my best. That's mm-hmm. not my peak. And um, what about that, the healthy friendships. Where did you how did you land on that? Um, I think it was. It was the idea that I've really been talking with my boys. They're 11 and soon to be nine. And I'm talking to them about their friendships and the, the people that they're choosing to be around them. And while I'm telling them, hey, put this person around you, you know, make sure you're you're wanting to be this kind of friend. I'm realizing that I'm not even really applying that to my own life. So it was just a why am I telling my kids to make sure that they're putting healthy friendships around them and pursue people that are going to make them the best that they can be and, and be a person that makes other people be the best that they can be when I'm not really even applying that. Wow. So it was a, it was a bit of conviction. Wow. And, 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 you know, I put my kids to bed and they say, why do we have to go to bed? Or I was like, cause you need sleep. And then I stay up for the next so many hours and I don't get good mm-hmm. sleep myself. So it was a lot of, I'm saying a lot of great things, but I'm not applying these great, great things. Yeah, that's great. The The food one with our kids is the same way. Like my kids don't get to eat very much sugar. Granted, with, with June, I mean, she she loses her mind. We can't we can't ha- let her have sugar anytime after uh, anytime after lunch because she'll be up to like midnight. It's so crazy. But then and then I find myself having hot chocolate or all these other things. It's like why why do I why do I hold them to such high standard? But myself, I can let slip. Um, it's funny growing up. Like my mom was a nurse, but I still got to eat. I mean, I had pop tarts for breakfast every morning. Like it was, I just ate whatever I wanted. But it seemed to pan out for me, but uh, <laughs> I don't know. It's probably the reason we all have so many gluten intolerances now because oh, yeah. all we ate was just bread all the time. <laughs> exactly. So my next my next uh, goal slash theme for the year, and this is this is more of a uh, just kind of a career focus kind of thing, um, but it'll it'll affect every area of my life, and that is the idea of being prompt. Prompt. Um, I just need to be better at responding to people. 
uh, better texting someone back when they text me, better at answering the call when I can, when the call comes through. There's so many times where calls come through, I have no reason to ignore it, but I've ignored it and I just put it off. And it's it's this idea of just putting off communication to people that are trying to get a hold of you, whether it's an email. Um, and it's, it's not, I'm not, what I'm saying by being prompt is not being um, a slave to everybody that reaches out to you with every single text message and every email and every phone call, just, you know, be run my life by all of that. What I'm saying is, is there's a phone call that's going to probably come in from somebody, a vendor, and I'm just wanting to ignore it because I'm not wanting to deal with it right away. Mm -hmm. And I just push off these things and that's not respectful of them. It's not respectful of my coworkers. It's not respectful of, of, uh, friends that might just want to be reaching out to me when I go, I'll respond back later when there's no excuse for me not to respond back right then and there. Well, we talked a little bit about this last week and I I find myself with certain emails or people communicating with me that I'm more prompt with them than others. Uh, And then it's like, there's this certain phone call that I'll get and it's like, I'll, I'll, I'll start to decline it. And I'll like, you know what? A better answer is just to answer the phone call and say, Hey, I can't talk right now. Can I call you later? Like that's a better answer than just declining it. That's at least respectful. And then they know, okay, they're going to get back to me. They heard me. They're going to get back to me. They're not ignoring me. So that's, that's a step that I, I would like to, to make this year. And so I, you know, I hear, what can I do to advance my career? What, what, what are some things I can do? Well, if I look back on it, if I can be prompt with people's time and prompt with my communication to people, man, I, th- I think that's really going to have a major impact. Yeah. It, it's more than a g- degree or a certification. Um, respecting other people's time and being prompt with communication back to them. And I think if I do that, it's going to bleed into every area of my life. If I'm healthier with better sleeping habits, I'm going to come into the day and be sharper at work. And if I'm more prompt and aware that do the hard things, that phone call or that text message, that email responding back to them, it might be annoying or hard or, or whatever, but man, it's going to help your career so much more. So let me ask you this. I'm put you in the spot. Um, what are some measures that you're going to use to see how well you're doing? Let's say end of, uh, end of February, end of March, what, what, what is a way that we can do a check-in for you to see how you're doing? Thank you for keeping me accountable. Because that is the thing I don't know yet. So, um, which I'm, is fine. Which is fine. But I want to, with, with the idea of with health, is that I want to pursue learning more about health. So I want to learn more about sleeping habits. If I, if, if my body tendency, tendency is to be a night owl, do I need to try to force myself to be an early bird? Or, can I learn that, you know what, my goal is to have 40 hours of sleep a week. If it's, Four one night, eight the other night, six one night, it all at the end of the week, it adds up to 40. So then that means me tracking my sleep habits. Um, I think the, 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 the first thing is that email inbox tab, unopened email that you see right in the top corner. Keep it low. This past year, it got really bad. Granted, it was a lot of junk, junk mail. But when I see 1,200 unopened emails unread, that's not good. That's not healthy. I need to be more prompt. I don't want to give you, maybe this is bad, refuse this advice if you'd like, but I want to give you permission to start from scratch now. Like, don't feel like you need to get to that 1200 before you can move forward being prompt with people. So if you need to just cut, I mean, maybe there's some important ones in there you need to get to, but just 
cut your losses and move forward. And this is going to be that year. Cause sometimes I find myself like, I can't even move forward because I've got so much baggage behind me. And it's like, you know what? I'm just going to say I failed on all that and I'm going to start from scratch here. So maybe that's something somebody needs to hear. I, th I think about that. And I think that, um, I need to find out how to create a visual reminder. So these are the takeaways from me, as I've heard from you, is that I need to create a visual reminder. Uh, these goals, when I was doing a lot of self-reflecting and, and research on, okay, okay, if I want a goal, how do I do it? And you know, I started reading a bunch of articles and I, I had to make it positive. Uh, the goal had to be positive for me. And prompt and healthy for me is where I landed. And I, I didn't want to be weight loss because that just sounds so... I mean, granted, healthy is generic, but it, it sounds it's narrow. negative. It's, it's narrow very goal. narrow because if I can have better sleep habits, then my body will rest properly and then it'll begin to function normally. Um, and I've, I've got to remember it's about consistency, not perfection. It's about consistency, not perfection. And, and it's not to give myself some slack, but it's not to just, oh, I wasn't perfect, throw my hands up, walk away completely. Because that's what I can tend to have a, a, a tend to go towards. Um, and then I would say this um, for, for a takeaway for me is why did I want this goal? Why did I want this goal? Mm, and it's because I, I want to be healthier for my family. I want to be better in the morning for my family when we all wake up on a Saturday or Sunday morning. Um, I want to be better at work. You know, I, 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 I'm still driven. So how do I get myself to the next level of whatever that is, whether it's influence, title, position, um, responsibility, I've got, I've got to be prompt with yeah. my communication. So, uh, and then the last thing is, is that I'm going to have people keep me accountable. I've done a lot of reflection and talking with Hannah. So she's going to be one of those big people to keep me accountable. That's great. Um, not to selfishly go back to my contentment, but I'm, I am selfishly going to go back to talking about contentment. There's a line from the office. Um, in the very last episode of the office, Andy Dwyer, Andy Bernard, excuse me. I, I, I confused parks and rec in the office. Uh, Andy Bernard has this line cause he's, uh, he had this really, I'm not going to go into it, but basically it's the end of the show. He's kind of reflecting. He says, um, cause he's looking back at how he was never kind of in the moment. And he says, I wish there was a way to know you're in the good old days before you actually left them. And I think that kind of sums up my feelings on, on contentment is I think so many of us are busy being dissatisfied with our now and look either wishing back for our past or wishing forward for our future that we just miss it. And so some nights I'm rocking dash asleep and just wishing that he would go to bed so I could go sit on the couch and do nothing or I could go get dishes done or whatever this other thing was instead of enjoying this time with my you know two-year-old when he's at the size where I can hold him in my lap and rock him and he loves that. You know He's wanting more of that because soon he's going to be however old or soon I'll be out the house you know, and I won't have that. And so I don't want to wish away these moments. And so, uh, you know, I wish there was a way to know you're in the good old days before you actually left them. So I think maybe I'll put that up on my wall. Maybe that, maybe that would be a good That's thing good. to have on the wall. Something, something like that. That could be one of the things I put yeah. up. Cause like I'm in the good old days. This is as good as it gets right now. It may be better later in different ways, but right now my family's healthy. My parents are alive. Everything is perfect. Like life is really good. I'm in a healthy work environment. It could not get better, but here I am wishing that this would go my way or that would go. No, 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 no. I'm not, I don't want to do that. I'm not wishing away right now. So I love that. Uh, that is a that that's what it needs to be. That is what your visual reminder needs to be. I think that what excites us, and this is for me, what excites us is that we are pursuing a goal, and 
by pursuing a goal, it's going to make us better and make us those around us better. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Because the more self-aware I am and the more I'm leaning into all these values that we're working on, the more selfless it makes me. And when I'm selfless, I'm always looking at ways that I can use any influence I have to make other people better. Because that's what I want. I want to make myself fully self-aware. I want all, I want to take as much stock of my own self as possible so that, and it sounds vain that I'm thinking about me, 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 but it's ultimately so I can think about you, 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 and I can lift you, 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 you up. Um, so, uh, and going back to some calls to actions, uh, within this, I would encourage everybody, whatever it is you're working on, get some education. Don't just do it on your own. Like it's good to have accountability around you, but also get some expertise. There's so much, uh, learning that you can do on YouTube or on podcasts from experts that can kind of give you some really good, uh, points to, to go on. And then again, set some quarterly measures. And then like you said, practice grace when you fail or, for, or forget. So, cause, cause you may get six months in, forget you've made this goal. That's okay. Remind yourself and keep going. That's a great reminder. And thanks so much for listening uh, on the second episode of Is This Making Sense?